Welcome to the Wealth Academy podcast. Wealth is more than just money, where you will hear leading professionals share expert advice on how to become financially free, generate wealth, and legacy wealth. If you want to discover how to enhance your money mindset through strategies, tools, and techniques, then this is the podcast for you. Your host, Paul Lawrence Van, is a financial coach, two-time number one international best-selling author, course creator, and he has been assisting clients to enhance their understanding of money management to become debt-free, discover ways to build wealth, and to generate legacy wealth for over 18 years. Will you be next? Here is your host, Welcome to Paul the Lawrence Van. Day 20 of the National Financial Literacy Month. I'm your host, Paul Lawrence Van, and today I'll be talking about you and the stock market. How the stock market is not this mystery thing that a lot of people are thinking about. It's not that advanced uh, type of system that's set up. And you're going to learn quite a bit during this particular episode, uh, which is episode 227. So I'm glad that you could be with me. Again, my name is Paul Lawrence Van, and I, of course, host Wealth Academy Podcast. And our mantra is wealth is more than just money. Now, you all know that I have this 30-day series taking place. So each day for 30 days, as a part of National Financial Literacy Month, which is April, I'll be talking about a different topic. And today it happens to be investing in stocks and you. So if you're ready, I'm ready. So let's get rocking and rolling. And thank you so much for being with me today. Ensure that you have your family, friends, and colleagues go to Apple Podcasts and rate and review this episode and others uh, at um, and provide us with rate and review and provide us with a five-star rating. We really thank you and appreciate you being listeners in the Wealth Academy podcast community, and we could not do this without you. So thank you very much. So let's get started. We're going to talk about the stock market and the fact that there's nothing to be afraid of because if you get the right kind of information and you ask some questions of people in the the uh, personal finance arena and the uh, stock advisor, a financial advisor, financial coach or investment firm, you're going to be in really, really great shape. And the sooner you start what, the more you will be able to gain on the investment of the money that you earn. The key is that compound interest. And it also depends on what type of investments that you're making as well. So if you educate yourself, and then know where to invest, it can be easy to make a great return over the long run. And remember, this is not an overnight success, if you will, but it's more so of the journey that you're on in the first year, the first three years, the first five years, 10, 20, to get you on through retirement. And of course, we're going to talk about how to invest in the stock market right now. So let's get into it. Uh, One of the things that one can consider or should consider when they're investing in the stock market or any other investment is uh, different types of stock investment platforms. And uh, you can use stocks to outpace inflation. We're going through an inflationary period right now. And we know that the 0.25% interest rate hike made by the Federal Reserve Board in in March, we're going to have six additional increases throughout the course of 2022 and likely uh, going into 2023 as well. So if we can get an investment that outpaces the inflation rate, then we are maximizing our monies through investments. And then we want to look at the best stocks to invest in. And again, I would more refer that to one of the investing professionals. 
and then investing in stocks for beginners and then different types of stocks investment. So let's get into it. Now, the one, one method of investing is, is having an online broker. So with the virtual platforms being what they are in today's investment world, um, these are more or less full service discount brokers and they allow you to invest completely online. And the major advantage with online brokers is that you can invest in just about anything you choose. And again, you have to do your homework, do some uh, self-study. And uh, one of the things you want to do is to include individual stocks. You can consider bonds, mutual funds, ETFs, options, futures, and just about any other investment that you can think of. And even better, they usually charge low commissions to invest, especially if you're a frequent trader. So there, there are some advantages there for you. Uh, I don't really want to get into the different platforms because I'm not sponsored by them and I'm not promoting them. Again, I really recommend that you go to a, a, a stock, um, go to an investment specialist, uh, go to a, a CPA, go to someone who's more adept at this and they're certified and licensed. I'm not, I'm a financial coach, but I know a lot through experience. I haven't worked uh, at mobile oil company and that's the first time I invested in stocks and uh, then on my own. So I, I don't want to be able to give you that platform, but just Google it and you'll find out an online broker. And uh, if, when you see it, you're going to be very familiar with it. And uh, so that's, that's what I'm recommending right now. And uh, so there are different apps that you can go on and uh, things such as E-Trade. You see them advertised or if you see Robinhood. So I'll just throw a couple out there just to kind of give you an idea. But there are many, many more. And I'm not re re referring one over the other. I'm just saying that there are platforms, online platforms out there that you can use. And I just put those out there. And then there's the traditional investment advisor. So um, if, if going and if you look at the robo advisor route that I talked about earlier, it doesn't seem like a fit for you. Uh, you can definitely uh, go to the investment management professionals. Uh, and they work with investors on an individual basis and they provide direct management of your portfolio, usually after determining your investment goals, the time horizon and the risk tolerance. And this is also something done at one of the banks that I belong to, where they will give you a meeting and they are investment specialists and professionals. And they can help put together a portfolio for you based on, uh, let's say, if you are an entrepreneur uh, if you want to invest some of the money that you earn for your business into stocks, you can do that as well. So um, as a new investor, uh, it's unlikely that you will be in working with a traditional investment advisor because they typically work with clients with portfolios, oftentimes at half a million dollars or more. Uh, and some go uh, in as low as 250000 So if you're in that, that range, you probably need more of a traditional investment advisor to uh it kind of ease the risk up. There has to be some tolerance for risk. And if you're not willing to lose some money over time and lose your mind in the process, you might want to go with a traditional advisor and you have to watch the fees that they take out as well. But if they know that you're you're investing 250 to half a million dollars, you're going to be paying a lot of fees. Whereas if you go with the, the robo advisors that I mentioned earlier, you won't pay as many fees and you have more control. And then again, this is all based on uh, the rate of return that you're looking for, where if they have more insights on the stocks and, and the performance of them, 
looking at a 10-year window, then uh, it's different than you who are just looking at individual stocks or you, you're just getting a percentage of a stock. And then there's the robo-advisors. Um, they hit the market about 10 years ago, give or take, but uh, they came into a lot of popularity. And the reason why is because they perform similar services to the traditional advisor, but for a fraction of the cost. So we have the, the online uh, investment brokers, which are more the apps. Then we have the traditional, which is a more standard for people anywhere from 250000 up. And then we have the robo-advisors, and they charge less fees. And let's give it have an example. Um, one of the typical advisors charge an, an annual advisory fee of between 0.25%. That's just like the recent interest rate increase and, and, and 0.5% value of your portfolio. But they don't charge trading commissions because they don't trade individual stocks. And they don't uh, involve load fees because they usually don't invest in mutual funds. So um, they, they also have the same thing as traditional advisors, too. And uh, they're great for every investor. But again, the choice really comes down to you and uh, what you want to do. Uh, so let's talk a little bit about um, the stock market. And, uh, and then we'll look at some of the choices uh, that are at hand. And um, this really helps make a difference for you deciding which route you want to take. So uh, if we looked at um, investment platform, uh, online broker, traditional investment advisor, and robo-advisor. So let's say if we looked at an investment platform with the minimum investment for online broker, for example, is anywhere from zero to $1,000. And then if we looked at a traditional investment advisor, you're going anywhere between 250,000 and half a million. And then if you have a robo advisor, you're going anywhere starting out at zero to $5,000. And then some may be higher, excuse me. So if you're looking at typical fees with an online broker, one of the apps, uh, you're looking at anywhere between $4.95 to $9.95 per trade. If you're looking at traditional investment advisors, those between investments with 20, 250,000 and a half a million, one to 2% of account value plus trading commissions and load fees because you're also investing in mutual funds. And then if you're looking at robo advisors, you're going anywhere between 0.25% to 0.5%, uh, 0.50% of account value. So you can see that gives you a uh, different window of consideration, depending on where you happen to be. If you're starting out, you kind of know. But if you've been at it for a while, you're earning really good salary, then you'll probably go to traditional, right? If you go uh, robo-advisors, uh, then, you know, you, you can go between that and traditional. So let's look at investment knowledge required for the online brokers or the app platforms is high. So there is, you have to know what you're doing. And if you go with a traditional investment advisor, someone is doing that for you. And robo-advisors, uh, you don't require a lot either because they kind of know what to do. And then if you uh, are online brokers, when it comes to choosing your own investment, uh, yes, you would have to choose. But if you have a traditional and are robo-advisors, you don't have any at all in terms of uh, having a which um, investments to choose. So this gives you just a few examples um, of what uh, takes place. And the key is that you want to use stocks to outpace inflation. So historically, stocks have been easily outperformed uh, with fixed income investment over the long term. 
and, uh, and have returned an average of at least 10% since 1926. And with that kind of return, a half a million be worth, would be worth, are you sitting, it would be worth about 14 million, 51,215, just as an example. And this is based on a 10 year average. Uh, and not only would you outperform inflation, but you'd be at least 10 times wealthier than you are today in real terms. So uh, that's how stock can be used to outpace inflation is something every investor needs to be aware of. So some people consider have making stocks the primary investment. But again, that all depends on where you are and your money mindset. Again, I'm not referring anyone to choose any of these. I just want to put this information out there so you can go to a professional. <laughs> I'm not trying to go to jail. <laughs> Anyhow, I'm just getting around. So uh, people, again, they talk about making stocks your primary investment. So you don't have to put all your money into stocks, but it's clear that stocks should be in the primary, be the primary investment of your portfolio because done right, it can outperform inflation. And that's what we're all about today. And if, uh, through research that a good rule of thumb to use to determine what percentage of your portfolio should be in stocks, it is 120, the number 120 minus your age. Uh, for example, if you're 30 years old, 90% of your portfolio should be invested in stocks. So that's the number 120 minus the age 30 equals 90%. So 120 minus your age works to adjust your portfolio in a more conservative direction as you get older. So for example, when you turn 40, your stock position should be reduced to 80%. That's 120 minus 40 equals 80% and on and on. But it gives you an idea of what to consider. And uh, this is really going to close out this session of Wealth Academy podcast. Again, what I'm really working on is that I want you, you, the Wealth Academy podcast community, listeners, subscribers here in the U.S. and worldwide, globally, I want you to become debt free. I want you to become debt free so that you can start investing, generate wealth and legacy wealth and pass something on through your will and or through your estate plan because our lives are priceless. It's worth more than gold. It's worth more than diamonds. And we can live our best life if we can only become financially free and have that financial intelligence to be able to make great decisions uh, for our financial life as well as our personal life. So this is going to conclude this episode of Wealth Academy podcast and it's episode 127 and it's day 20 of the uh, National Financial Literacy Month and it's just been a joy for me to do this. I have 10 days left and it's going to be even more fun than this. So have a great day. I'll see you on the next episode of Wealth Academy podcast. Enjoy your day and take care and thank you so much for listening. Thanks for listening to Wealth Academy Podcast. Please subscribe and rate this episode on Apple Podcasts or wherever you get your podcasts. To get you or someone you know assessed for Paul's online financial freedom courses or money coaching, in addition to resources associated with this podcast, email paul at info at paulvanspeaks.com. 